are listening to the Vessel Aliveness Podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Ann Jones. I created this podcast to encourage your heart and give you hope through tangible baby steps so that you can make your health a priority again. You deserve to start feeling better in your body today and focus your energy back on the things that really matter instead of stressing about the newest fad diet. You are so much more than this body, my friend. It is your vehicle for growth and experience in this life. Join me to discover how to feel more alive in your precious, hardworking vessel. Let's go to the show. Hello, you beautiful souls. Thank you for hopping on and joining me today. I want to talk today about hard days. The ones that come and go and just different ways that we might be able to love ourselves a little better on these tougher days. So first, I want you to remember that when you look online at everyone else's photos and they seem happier than you and like they have it together and like they figured it out, I need you to remember that this isn't true. There is not one person on this earth that does not experience difficulties or hard days. Not a one. They may only show you the photos worthy of envy, but you have to know their life isn't all that grand all the time. This isn't about tearing down someone's beautifully curated Instagram or wishing them more hard days. It's about bringing your attention and awareness into the present reality. What you see is not always what you get. These people are still human. So let's talk about living in the waves and how in the world do we stay present when all we want to do is run and hide. It's really hard to stay in the moment on hard days, but this is actually where a lot of gifts lie for us if we're willing to look for them. If you notice you're struggling and labeling this day as not a great one, stop and take a breath. I want you to take three conscious deep breaths in out and then two more if you are feeling agitated like you want to run from what's happening you can even say in your head or out loud i'm feeling uncomfortable with what's coming up acknowledge that you want to run from them Right now, I want to fill in the blank, numb out, not feel this, not deal with this. I want to ignore it. I want to sugarcoat it. I want to put a positive spin on it. I want to avoid feeling this awful feeling. And I'm not saying that you can't put a positive spin on it and look for the gratitude and look for the good, but there's also something to acknowledging exactly where you're at and not ignoring that there's hard emotions coming up. So if we're willing to say, okay, 
I'm going to allow this uncomfortable feeling to stay so I can see what it is. This is where we can find tremendous growth by holding space for ourselves and one another to be more vulnerable, to know that we don't actually have the answers, to admit that, right? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I just don't know. To reach out to a friend, this is the time, like, it's okay. Find somebody or a space where you can sob your heart out and find the love that you need for that moment. I've spent many, many years of my life not crying. And I don't know what triggered it as a young child. I'm not sure. But I couldn't even cry during movies. Like I was so shut down that I avoided basically any hard emotion. I would brush it off. I would sugarcoat it. I would not view it for what it was. And I couldn't cry. No one would see me cry, okay? I would try very, very hard and I would get angry if a tear would slip down. It would actually come out of anger because I didn't want anyone to see me that vulnerable. I was strong and I tried to hold that facade. And it was somewhere in my early 30s that I relearned how to cry. I actually had to tear down walls. I had to get really vulnerable. I had to touch the really painful parts of my life and let them in. Acknowledge that they were there. And then I learned how to cry. And now, like, you can't stop me, right? Like, <laughs> I cry all the time. I'll cry at movies. I cry at commercials. You know, um, you know, I'm definitely in tap with my emotions at this point. But I spent many, many years avoiding all that and thinking it was weak of me. It is not. If you need a good cry, you need a good cry. It is a release. It is a gift. It is a tool. Okay? I want to share a couple different quotes with you today, but the first one is by Martin Luther King Jr. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort and convenience, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. To allow ourselves to sit with uncomfortable emotions and know they won't kill us, I promise you. When you feel like you want to numb out or distract yourself, just wait. What are you running from? What feelings are you trying to avoid? Are you trying to avoid confrontation or controversy? You can push them away, but they're still there, okay? They're not going anywhere. So acknowledging them helps take away some of that power. Allowing them to be in that moment is honoring where you're at and not storing them for a later time. You can be angry or mad, sad, lonely, or frustrated, but it's just a feeling. But you can honor that it is a real feeling coming up for you. I often find my big emotions come from having no control over a said thing. There's nothing I can do or say. It's out of my hands. I can't change other people or make things easier right now. And it makes me angry and frustrated. Here's another quote, and I don't know who it's by. If you do, you can send me a message. Quote, the pain you feel today is the strength you feel tomorrow. For every challenge encountered, there is opportunity for growth. I believe that 100%. 
that we can glean from any situation, good or bad. It's the hard moments to look at and to see what we or how we can grow from them. But that is usually where we find the most depth, our most vulnerable, authentic selves are in the hard moments. I was talking to my son today. We were waiting for yet another x-ray to see if something was broken. It's only been two weeks since our last one. He was obviously bummed at the thought of crutches or a brace again so soon after healing his last break. And I am too. I have to allow my tough feelings and thoughts as well. We were sitting in the waiting room and I just said, buddy, this sucks. I know that this sucks. The only thing we can do is take it one day at a time. And today sucks. But another good day will come. We will never get to a point where there won't be another crappy day or another great day ahead of us while we're still alive. So we learn to ride the waves. We find ways to love ourselves and others, especially on the sucky days. We need to stop being delusional that only good days will come, that we will reach the magic moment in our lives of no more pain. It took me 36 years to accept the nature of the light and dark that continued to play through my life instead of fighting against it like I did for the first 36 years. We each have our own sorrows and our delights and the mundane repetition of our daily whatever we're doing. But your life is lived in these small moments of right now, whether you label these small moments good or bad. Here's another quote by Alexandra Dumas. Quote, there is neither happiness nor unhappiness in this world. There is merely the comparison of one state to the other. Only a man who has felt ultimate despair is capable of feeling ultimate bliss. So not every day is good, but we can count on change and time to pass. There is not one hard day you haven't come through. And if you are looking, you can see how those days made you stronger and maybe helped you to grow or become more compassionate towards others if you allowed it into your life. We have to see it and embrace it and work through it. We can't blink our way to the other side. So are we fighting it the whole way? Or are we allowing the feelings to be there and finding ways to make us feel more loved through it. So today, I'm sitting in the doctor's office. I'm struggling to remain present. I wanted to hide on my phone, to be numb. But instead, I chose to tap into what was happening. My brain was saying things like, I hate this. I wish I could take all this pain from him. Here we go again, another break. I feel so helpless. I'm scared about what this means for his future. I'm, I'm worried that they will think I'm making stuff up because I come in here so often. What if they think I'm wasting their time? But if I didn't get it checked, I would feel worse if it is broken. Truth time. I'm waiting. I hate waiting to hear if it's broken. That's not my favorite part. I'm grieving. I'm grieving the pain my son has and will face in his life. I'm sad 
sad that one day he will have to deal with most of this alone. I won't be there to make it better or love on him as much as I can through these hard days. But today's not that day. I'm frustrated. I can't take these uncomfortable feelings from him. The ones where he feels different from everybody else or that he just wants to wear his new shoes instead of a boot cast. Or that he knows already what he's facing. This is his normal. How in the world do you accept that at the age of 14? My son has a unique situation. He will struggle in the experience of what seems like more bad days than good. More pain, more inconvenience, more judgments, more doctor's appointments. But if I can give him one gift, it will be to learn to surf early on. This human body will go through a host of experiences. Some will really hurt, but our soul will remain intact. Choosing to love ourselves is always an option, even on the hardest of days. We can choose to treat ourselves kindly and not put too much on our plate. We can give ourselves grace for the things we did or said on that bad day that we aren't proud of. After this appointment, I was going to take him to school. We got good news. It's not broken. Yay! Just a sprain. So he has to wear his shoe cast. We have quite the collection of casts at home. And the plan was to grab the cast, go to school, easy peasy. He got it, and I noticed he had a paint marker and was fervently scribbling over drawings on the shoe. I asked, what are you doing? He thought he would never need it again. So to celebrate getting it off the last time, he drew all over it. Gut punch. <sighs> Breathe with me, friends. Now he was faced with wearing it to school like that. When he realized it just got worse, he broke down. His frustration and anxiety was evident. Oh, my mama heart. I let him cry. I offered my hand, but I said nothing. There was nothing I could say. We just sat there in that moment and it hurt. It hurt to watch the pain that was evident in him. Then he asked to go home and I did not hesitate. We turned around. I don't care if it was all over a shoe because it represented so much more neither of us can control right now. Tomorrow we'll try again, but today I'm going to make him breakfast and let him sleep because it's a hard day. And this is how we will live and love through it. We are grateful it's not worse, but we can still honor that it feels overwhelming. I broke down too later on once I sat down to give myself a moment to breathe and the tears just flowed. It was the release I needed for being brave, <laughs> for showing up on another hard day. I will mess up on many more. I will say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing or try to be a fixer, but today I'm proud of myself for letting our emotions be there. I didn't try to fix either of us. I knew I couldn't make it go away or better. I chose to let it be, to accept the vulnerable place I found us in and figure out what would feel the most loving right now, breakfast and a nap.
Stay tuned, love. We will be right back after this short break. And now, back to the show. A quote by Maya Angelou, You may encounter many defeats, but you must not be defeated. In fact, it may be necessary to encounter the defeats so you can know who you are, what you can rise from, and how you can still come out of it. Another thing that has helped me on hard days is something that one of my friends said to me one time. I was having a rough go of it and wanting to make a big rash decision. And she said, don't make any big decisions when you feel your worst. Wait till you can regulate your emotions and think clearly. I have remembered that a thousand times. When I feel like saying or doing something that I can't take back, I ask, is today a good day? (laughs) If the answer is no, then I pause and I let it rest. And usually when I've slept, things are more clear, emotions aren't so high, and I'm glad I didn't act rashly because I was hurting or tired. I can't tell you how many times I've struggled through a day and had miserable experiences simply because I'm exhausted. I feel higher emotions and foggy and get irritated by my loved ones much quicker. Literally, I'm just ready for a fight. So another question I ask when a hard day arises is, am I tired? If the answer is yes, give yourself some grace. I know to not take anything personally. And after I've slept, if I feel the same or someone truly wasn't asked, I can address it. But in most cases, we can always wait. We can give the time and space to respond instead of react. Like for example, when I'm talking to my ex, sometimes things get heated. I've learned that I need time. And everybody doesn't always like giving that time, but I know that it's in both of our best interests if I give myself this. Because my first reaction is usually an emotional one, and we get nowhere fast. But nine times out of ten, if I'm of the mind to tell him, let me think about it, like for real, I really think about it, I come to a much calmer and better solution for both of us. All because I chose to give space to the strong emotions coming up. I didn't want to react to the way I was feeling. I wanted to instead respond to the situation with truth, clarity, and fairness. Instead of just writing it off as difficult and be like, whatever my quick reaction would have been emotionally. I don't want to come from that place. I want to come from the heart center. I want to make wise decisions. And to do that, we often need time to let it rest. So here are six things you can do if you're having a bad day. One, three deep breaths. Take three deep breaths and remember it will pass. Number two, stay present even when it hurts try to be in that moment number three find the loving things you can offer to yourself and others number four ask yourself if you're tired 
and need sleep. And I know you might not be able to do it right away, but prioritize that sleep as soon as possible. Seriously, give up an extra Netflix episode and go to bed. You will not regret it. Number five, give yourself space and time to respond instead of react. Number six, don't make big decisions on bad days. Allow space from the strong emotions. And on the good days, number one, stay grateful. Soak it up. Number two, notice that it's a good day. Speak it. Today was a good day. I feel content and happy. Number three, be present. And number four, be aware that this too shall pass, but another good day will come. Maybe it seems cynical to know that the good day will pass. You're like, well, shouldn't I just be there and like enjoy the good day? Yes, yes, yes. But if you are constantly in the mindset that you know everything is passing and um, that it won't last forever, it will be easier on the hard days to remember that. So yes, soak up the time while it's there. Acknowledge the days that feel really good, that things went really smoothly, that you felt happy, that you didn't have any major issues, that things were, you know, kind of mundane or boring. Be super grateful for those days. But they too will not stay. Everything is always shifting and changing. So how can you learn to surf through staying as present and possible on both good days and bad? Here's another quote by Haruki Murakimi. Quote, and once the storm is over, you won't remember how you made it through, how you managed to survive. You won't even be sure whether the storm is really over but one thing is certain, when you come out of the storm, you won't be the same person who walked in. And that's what the storm is all about. This might be a hard concept to accept, especially when you're in something and you're hurting. Or if you've lost someone, you can't be like, well, this is a good thing. And I'm not saying to label it as a good thing. But I'm saying to allow it to be there, to allow the grief to move through you however that needs to happen and know that you will be a different person on the other side of it so what kind of person do you want to be on the other side of it one that is more compassionate more vulnerable more heart-led or one that is bitter angry and cynical and if that is what happens that's okay too you can work through that too i've certainly had my bitterness <laughs> and my anger and had to work through many, many different situations. And sometimes years later, I'm still working through these hard feelings. But there is a possibility to work through them in the present moment by acknowledging them as they arise, by not pushing them away, by not putting up the wall, by not running and avoiding. Then they don't settle then they don't take years to get over because we are with them in that moment, in that tough moment. We're allowing the uncomfortableness in our chest to be there, to sit with it, to know what, 
we're going to get through it. We're going to be okay. That our soul is intact. We're still enough. We're still worthy. And we'll have another good day. It's just on the horizon. And my last suggestion for your hard days is to check out episode 13, Secret Shifters. This is how to create a self-love or care manifesto for those tough days to be able to pinpoint exactly what you need at the time and to address our emotions with tenderness and vibe a little higher. It's like your go-to hack book. You can just, I keep it on a note in my phone and it's literally labeled secret shifters and I have different mantras. I have things that make me happy. I have, um, like prayers that I can read. What else is on that list? Um, I list out things that bring me different emotions. If I'm looking for joy or comfort, um, I literally have like the thing that brings me joy. Like I'm trying to think, you know, my plants bring me joy. So I write spending time with your plants brings you joy or comfort tea brings me comfort. So if I can pinpoint what I'm feeling, like today I felt angry, sad, frustrated, helpless, and then grateful. So I could match up those negative feelings with a thing or an activity that might help me be okay with where I was at. That would help bring me a little bit of comfort in the time that felt hard. So that episode is really valuable as well. But today, I really just wanted to focus on allowing the hard stuff. I remember being up in the Adirondacks, um, I think it was the summer of 2020. And so there was a lot of confusion and not knowing what was going on and um, just a lot of hard things coming up throughout the country. And I was sitting down by the river and I was watching the water flow over these huge boulders. And I noticed on the top of the boulder, it was warm, the sun was shining on it, it was dry. And then when you went down underneath, there was all kinds of like moss and things growing in the dark and areas that I couldn't even see, but there was life. So I knew, even though I couldn't see the life occurring on the top of the rock, I knew that there was life there as well, that there's microbes and tiny microscopic beings or animals, insects that are on top of that rock that are living their life. They're living a purpose just as underneath the water, there was so much life occurring underneath and it was dark and dank and it looked slimy and kind of yucky but I knew that there was life occurring and the water kept flowing and flowing and flowing and the rock was just there. It was just allowing it. I know it's a rock, right? But like the metaphor is it just allowed it all. It allowed the dark and the sun and all the different life that was occurring in the dark and the sun to just be there. It didn't mind. The river was pushing against it and sometimes it would change. So with the persistency of the water, the shape of the rock would change. Our shape changes. Who we are changes through all these things that we go through. But there's life in every season. 
There's life in the warmth of the sun. And there is life in the darkness and the things we can't even see or know. But both are occurring simultaneously. And they are adding to one another. They're playing off one another. You go into the sun and if you're there too long, you get burnt. But you love the feeling of the warmth on your skin. And then you go into the shade and it feels so good at first. And then after a while, maybe you get chilly. So we volley between these two, the dark and the light. We keep going back. We keep learning how to surf. And I saw it on Instagram. And I can't remember exactly how she said it. But something to the effect of, it's all about the practice of love. It's all only about coming back to love, to loving on ourselves and learning how to do that in a better and better way, to loving on others, to choosing to respond in loving ways, to, to choosing to give ourselves time to respond instead of react, to always look for the loving response if possible. I'm not saying there's not a time for anger or whatever. Like sometimes we need that push to get things done. Sometimes something really horrible has happened and we have to take action. I'm not talking about not taking action. I'm not saying just, well, I mean, just accept that that's where you are and you know, that's what it's going to be. I'm just saying not to ignore the feelings that are coming up, not to not change the situation. If you need to change the situation, do that but approach it in a kind, slow, loving way if possible for yourself. Because the more you do that for yourself, the more you will be willing to offer that to other people. So if this new year has brought many hard days for you already, I am sorry that you have to experience them, but I hope that you can find yourself there, that you can be gentle and allow them that you can know that it's okay to say no to things, to stay home more, to find the quiet spaces, to cry. <laughs> it's okay to allow these tough spaces to be. So figure out what you need right now. What do you need to feel more loved right now? What can you do right now? Even if it's only those three deep breaths, what can you do right now? it's going to pass. You're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. Some of today was really hard, but some of today was really, really good. And I'm so grateful for both of them, for moments that I could not have curated between me and my son if things were all always well. And for choosing a ridiculous word for this year, oh my goodness, just be... It just keeps coming up. I told you, God and the universe deliver when you say something. So I'm choosing to be here, to just be here today in all of it. Thank you for taking the time to be with me today. And I hope that I encouraged your heart and you got something out of it. And that on your next day that you would label not a good day, that you can just step back and take some of these little nuggets with you and just try to allow everything to be there. I want to remind you that 
my online course living your healthy with joy is dripping into the membership please head on over there and check it out you get a two-week free trial and there's already four lessons posted so you can try these classes out and see what you get out of them my classes are similar to my podcast so you're getting little nuggets and little things um, that are tangible that you can take into your day and immediately begin to feel more at home and better in your body we don't change overnight, but it's the little things that get us there. So just start doing all, all the little things, right? Or like pick your next little thing to focus on. So this is what these classes are. It's one little subject and you take a nugget away and there's exercises and worksheets to help you get the most out of it. And then also, you know, I'm trying to build a community over there of like-minded people who are all searching for their authentic way of being in health. It's going to look different for everybody and I want us to you know, run ideas off of each other and encourage one another. And I want you to know that you're not alone. And there is a way of being healthier and a way of moving through the world without subscribing to diet culture or what society is telling you, you must do. There is a way to do it in a much more nurturing, loving way for your precious body that works so hard for you. And there are things that you can do to love it back and to show it support just as it has supported you to today. So go ahead, check that out. Also, please send me a voice memo or a note letting me know what you thought of today's episode. What did you take away from today? What's something that you want to add? Um, what do you want to share with the other listeners? I would love to hear it. I hope you have a wonderful Thursday and heading into this weekend, you can find some quiet time just for you. I'm thinking about you. I'm sending you all love. I, you know, I'm sending out love to each person who is going to listen to this podcast as I'm speaking it. And so I do hope that it reaches the hearts and ears that it needs to. All right. Thanks for being here. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for your support. And I will speak to you next time. All right, friends. Take care. Hey, just as a side note, I wanted to share with you one of my favorite people to meditate with. Her name is Sarah Blondin, and you can find her on Insight Timer, but I'm going to link my three favorite meditations with her. She's just full of heart and really allows you to come to that space within you that a lot of us want to avoid. She's just really good at pulling you into the deep end, just allowing it to be. So please check those out, whichever one resonates with you. Go ahead and listen to that. And I don't think you'll regret it. I just love her and hopefully um, you will too. All right. Thank you. Bye loves. so much for listening friend there are now a few different ways that you can support this podcast you can subscribe review or share this on your instagram stories you can also now be a listener supporter starting at 99 cents a month so if you like what you hear and you want to support the creation of more click the link in the description below however you choose to support me it truly means the world to me and make sure you check out my freebies and service offers in the link below. Right now I'm offering a free 30 minute mini session 
And even if we choose not to work together, you still walk away with three personalized steps to focus on next. And in case no one has told you lately, you are so loved and held, dear one. Seek joy even in the smallest of ways today. You deserve to experience it and to feel good in your body. Till next time, I love you. Thank you.